see clearly now the rain is gone Boom, 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 boom I can see all obstacles in my way In my way Boom, boom, boom Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind Boom, boom, it's gonna be a bright, bright, bright Sunshiny day Yeah, yeah, yeah Look all around There's nothing but blue skies Look straight ahead, there's nothing but blue skies. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in acapella hot on this podcast. Was about to do that little ditty on guitar, but my, uh, my, my uh, E string broke and uh, your boy's too tired to change them. <laughs> I was ready to record. I'm like, let's get this podcast going friends what's up how you feeling i'm doing all right i'm uh just got back from being on the road in calgary i'm a little bit loopy right now but things are good a lot of uh kill tony peeps that came out to the shows uh jeremiah wonders peeps as well i appreciate the support for my pal tony hinchcliffe and i we played a ton of pool over the weekend we did not leave the hotel premises the entire time because it was so cold in Calgary, we're like, well, this is just not happening. It's for sure. Like, we took one breath outside, and we're like, yeah, we're just going to stay in play pool. And then next week, I'm in Europe, so a lot of traveling coming up right now. But I am very excited, guys, about my guest today. It's my buddy, Mike Falzone. He's a super talented stand-up comedian, musician, and photographer. He's taking uh, photos for my show, Stand Up on the Spot. He's a killer. And if you haven't seen this guy live, uh, you may know him from some of his viral YouTube videos. So definitely type in Mike Falzone on YouTube. Yes, guys. I do want to get into the kindness challenge right now. This one comes from Emmett Singer. Yes. If you don't know what the kindness challenge is, every week I challenge you guys, the audience, to do something out of the kindness of your heart for somebody. It can be somebody that you know. It can be a stranger as long as it's something positive contributing to society. So we got a letter. And while I read this letter, I started to wonder, what would Emmett sound like? I don't know what this guy sounds like. I don't know what he looks like. So I was like, what if I, what if I read his letter in the voice that I think that could come out of this letter who knows and while i do that i'm going to play one of my guest songs this is you and me from mike falzone all you have to do to stop me from leaving jeremiah your podcast is truly a gift to the people my name is emmett from vancouver bc and this is regarding the kindness challenge last week i volunteered feeding the homeless in one of the worst parts of the city There was no shortage of fights, arguments, and theft, but more importantly, we had food and people were hungry. We served the standard classic ham, spuds, and zesty green beans. We also gave out goodie bags with toiletries and warm gear. It was glorious. The look of the homeless turned from cold and defeated to bright and cheerful. The communal vibes were restored, there was live music, and the sun was shining. Yes. Once everyone was fed, the line between the homeless and volunteers was blurred and what we had left over was a bunch of happy people riffing and having a time. You do what you do good. Keep it up. Emmett. Emmett, thank you so much for 
sending in that letter. It's so cool of you to uh, donate your time and feed the homeless, man. There's uh, so much of that uh, in the United States and as well as, you know, Canada and other countries around the world. So it's always nice to uh, send positive vibes and, uh, you know, have conversations with people who are down on their luck. It helps out a lot. What I try to do this week uh, to challenge myself is I did a little bit of spring cleaning and I went through my closet and I there was a couple pairs of shoes that I'm like, you know, these are in good condition. I just don't wear them uh, that much and I know a comic can probably use these right now. So I went through my closet and I got out a couple pairs of shoes and a bunch of t-shirts and even some dress shirts and different stuff like that. Swim trunks uh, and I brought a bag of these uh, these clothes to the comedy store and they got taken and hopefully they're being used by comics uh, that needed some new clothing because all of it was in good condition. I keep good care of my stuff, take care of it. So I was happy to do that. That's what I did. There's something little that's an example uh, just to give you insight on what anything can be. It can be something that small as like, you know, giving away some clothes that uh, you're not using as much or that you know that somebody else can use so yeah there you go that's the kindness challenge please keep submitting your letters to me at jeremiahwonders at gmail.com i love reading them people love hearing them so keep doing that guys thank you to the sponsors of the show speedweed bronxborn pizza and menchie music yet gina over at speedweed without marijuana delivery giving you that sticky icky right to your doorstep bronxborn pizza pizza in your mouth anytime any place bronxborn pizza and menchie music the people who gave me the sacks Got a new one this week for you guys. Check out my buddy Tate Fletcher's company, Caveman Coffee. They've been hooking up Kill Tony lately, and they've been sending coffee to uh, my wife and I. My wife is a big coffee drinker. Follow them on social media, at Caveman Coffee Co. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can actually email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Or uh, if you want to support the show, just go to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button if you'd like to do that. Every amount is uh, appreciated. Or, you know what? If you can't do that, this would totally help me. Go over to iTunes. Leave me a five-star rating and review. Review the podcast. Give me five stars. Right now, we're at 359 reviews. It's climbing. I'd love to get to 500 reviews in the next couple months. I'm looking at the numbers, and the amount of reviews did not match the amount of listeners out there that uh, you know are by the thousands that are hearing this podcast every week. So I appreciate you guys' support. Thank you so much for helping this thing grow and telling other people about it. You know, tell people if they like uh, having fun, silly goofing around and uh, positive vibes for their week. Turn them on to Jeremiah Wonders. Let's do this thing. I want to go over a couple quick tour dates for you guys. Uh, all this info is at jeremiahwatkins.com and a lot of it's at tonyhinchcliffe.com because I'm on the road with him a lot, but I'm headlining Kansas City March 14th through 16th. Please go to jeremiahwatkins.com and get tickets for that. I'm bringing Pat Reagan. We're going to be doing Reagan and Watkins at the end of the set. Pat's going to be doing a feature link set. I'm going to be headlining, doing stand-up. It's going to be an amazing show, I promise you. Please come out to that. Stand-up on the spot, February 26th, March 12th, and 26th. Uh, starting to do it twice a month, so definitely start coming out to that. And a few names that are already on February 26th, Eric Andre, Jeff Ross, uh, Mo Ammer, my buddy, uh, coming in from New York. It's going to be great. And Kill Tony, this week we are in Manchester, Dublin, London, all this week. Philly, Austin dates are coming up. And more, check out jeremiahwatkins.com and follow me on social media at Jeremiah Standup if you're not doing that. 
Check out my pal Gage Tiarina. Yes, he does the audio and video editing of this podcast. If you're only listening to the podcast, you got to check out the YouTube videos sometime. All right. He's doing some very cool visual effects. And if you notice, there's starting to be some cool sound effects that are being added throughout the podcast. He's really making this thing come to life and really come to, uh, you know, fruition of the things that are inside my mind and uh, my imagination. So it's very cool. Without further ado, let's get into this episode, guys. It's a fun one. Mike and I get very silly with each other. We have some great riffing, get serious as well. It's just a fun, good time with a good buddy that's going to be a good pal. How many times can I say good? I don't know. It's a good episode. Let's get into it. It's Mike Falzone on Jeremiah Wonders. This coffee about to kick in in 30 men. Oh, in 30 men? I hope you got an extra 30 men to warm up into this one, player. Oh, that coffee hitting you real deep like? Mm-hmm. Eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that caffeine to hit me. Not right away, but eventually. Yeah, I like my caffeine like my amphetamines. <laughs> amphetamines? Amphetamines, I okay. said. All right. <laughs> Eventually. You, you on that Suda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you on that dry, yo, dry nose game, girl? Yo, where we at, girl? What's mm-hmm. going on, huh? Mm-hmm. We in this mother, man. The, where's the safest place for this? Oh, dude. This ever, that that seems like a safe place. Yeah, it's safe for sure. <laughs> it's just barely safe. Barely. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, nice. Dude, we're freaking in it, man. Oh, we're already in it? Dude, we're already in in it. I apologize for every minute I'm, that I'm I've spent. I'm keeping all of that coffee stuff. I'm keeping all that Sudafed riff. Good. Hell That's yeah. in there, dog. Yeah, you might have to play that a couple times if we drift off. Yo, bring that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring that coffee riff back. Yeah, from the top. Good coffee riff. Whoa. Was that the earliest anyone's ever done a good one of those? I don't know. I mean, uh, that's that. that felt pretty good. I would listen to whatever show that that was a part of. Coffee riffs. Coffee riffs. That's like a morning radio show thing. It is. Like, all right, you're tuning in and uh, you're in your car right now. It's six o'clock in the morning and your host is with me, Billy Drip. Hey, it's me, Billy Drip. You would think that would I would have a lot more energy. Yeah, you would think that I would too, but uh, usually the 6 a.m. drive is m- more wacky and, and zany, but... We're flipping the script. Absolutely. Well, I had a pet just pass away. Oh, Billy Drip, no. Yeah, you know my dog I've loved for years and years. Yeah. And years. Edward Roastum. Edward Roastum. Yeah. You said, and then I repeated. Edward Roastum, yeah. That was my dog. Yeah, I know it was your dog. It was my favorite of all my dogs. Oh, so sad. How did he go? Well, he got uh, he got into the coffee and well, his heart exploded. Coffee riff. I think that was a sad sound drop. (laughs) Do you think so? One of them has control of the soundboard, right? Yeah, one of them has control of the soundboard for sure. So, So, like, I think the other one was the guy would kind of get mad that he (laughs) decided to do that at that particular moment. Like, he'd be like, dude, why did, hey, uh, can we just have one episode where I talk about. Yeah, can we not? <laughs> My dog. Can, can you not bring up your dead dog and then hit the coffee riff button? I, I didn't know we were. I thought the moment was over. I thought you just wanted to mention it and maybe move on. Ooh, coffee <laughs> riff. <laughs>
Okay, well, that definitely wasn't the time. That wasn't the time? <laughs> yeah, strike two. Oh, okay. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, I'm, you know. Let me finish talking to you about my dog. Okay, yeah. Go, go He's ahead. been with me through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Back when I was a tea drinker. Uh, now, should we give the traffic update? We are live. <laughs> the, I mean, we're show. already in this helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we're already out here on the scene. This is, on the side of the street. Yeah. And he just wants to talk about his dog. Yeah, and like, hey, we have a, we got a show to do. Oh, shit. Yeah, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose we should get back in the helicopter <sighs> and alert these people to this traffic. So as you were saying uh, about your dog, I guess we'll finish that thought. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like. I think we should get back on it, but but seriously, we are concerned about that dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get right back in <laughs> a minute. And we'll get right back in a minute. Right after we hear Billy Drips. <laughs> Billy Drips dog update. Story. Yeah, I felt bad for that guy, for that fictional guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I I did too. I did too. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you for having me on the show. By the way, I'm sorry I started pressing buttons instantly. No, dude. I love it. You can't just put this many buttons in front of somebody. Well, you know, usually I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> usually I don't. Uh, uh, da, 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 thanks for tuning in the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I re- I spent some time uh, making it a little bit more user friendly for yeah. my guests because before, if they hit a button, I would have to like reset everything. Oh no. But I made that's what stops you from using shit like this. Yeah, that you get scared. And you're like, but now it's just like boom, 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 boom. That's this is the dream. It's about to get real wild on this show. And this is like so many people have podcasts where it's like, here's my mic, here's your mic. Yeah. How did you become a comedian? Sure. Right? But you have that's not this show, uh -uh, dude. That's not this one. Uh -uh. So don't tune out just getting crazy. Uh, yeah, but this, I was just going to say, this takes it to another level. It does. So how did you become a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> Coffee rip. Um, hey, uh, Billy, again, <laughs> that, this isn't even our show, Billy Drips. Uh, you, you literally, you came in and you, uh, you hit the sound effect Coffee Riffs yeah. on, like, we just had steered clear of the dog situation, people had already forgot it. We were starting to get some traction, and then coffee riffs came back in. Yeah, I'm just clearly, I think you can give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm not having a good day. My dog, my sweet baby dog, is gone. Ooh, coffee No, riffs. that's not, if you're yelling at me for hitting it, the button, you cannot hit your button. Okay, I can't hit it. Maybe, like, that clip, we weren't even talking about coffee. We were talking about coffee my dad. Coffee that's, I mean, you know you that that wasn't the you, moment. You did just say coffee, though. I said it to address the situation. Oh, okay. We're so talking about my dead best friend. Coffee riffs. I mean, now I feel like you're doing it to kind of fuck me. No, I feel like you're no, fucking no, no, me. No, I, I respect you. I haven't wanted your position at this radio station for the last 13 years or anything like that. Huh. I've been just in the, you know, happy to be in the trenches and screening I mentored calls. you. I, I mentored you. I know. And I you, brought you up through you this radio game. You continue game. to mentor me, and I appreciate that. And what did I tell you about the mentor game? Or what did I tell you about the radio game? It's not going to happen right away. It's not going to hit you like an espresso. <laughs> Thank you for saving me on that one. <laughs> I told you you got to be patient. It's like a slow drip. 
And then we said, oh, well, now I'm clearly, you're sabotaging the buttons. <laughs> oh, I know what you did. <laughs> what did I do? Go back now. I feel like I didn't earn it because I fucked up the buttons. You know what? Billy Drip just got fired, dude. That's, guess that's what? how it ends. That guy kills himself that day. He lost his best friend and then he fucked up the button situation and now he's out. Okay, well. <laughs> He's just standing over his dead friend. He just keeps hitting the button just over and over. Just call me risk, 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 call me risk. Billy's bleeding out. Who's the bigger man now? <laughs> Billy drips. He's just letting he's he has one of those carafes of coffee, just letting it drip out of his mouth, down his bare chest, onto Billy on the ground. Down his belly button into <laughs> Billy's mouth. <laughs> and then eventually it's like Oh coffee rips. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like he like he definitely like has overused the button now and yeah. now it's not even working <laughs> yeah. anymore. And now he goes back to use it and it's all slow and, and warped. Coffee riffs. <laughs> oh, dang it. I overused the button. It started as such a wholesome, I'm going to tune into these guys every day on yeah, my way to work. 6 a.m., they seem like positive guys. Billy and the other one. Billy and the other one, indeed. <laughs> you know but then he, he, he kept hitting that button. Now it's just coffee riffs. <laughs> coffee riffs. <laughs> There it Dang is. it, I messed it up. <laughs> there it is. I hit the button too many times. Wait, maybe I can oh, maybe I can finagle this. <laughs> you can't turn back time. I think that's the lesson we're learning. Right I think now. that's what we're definitely learning. Yeah. Dude, you have a crazy neighborhood, I want to say. Do I? Can I say that? Yeah. Well, I think just compared to what I know. Yeah. I'm in well, Sherman Oaks. I'm in the, the old valley. person section of the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, sure. this is very much like. Dude, it's, in it. it's happening here. Yeah, you could tell. And by, by it, <laughs> there's a lot of it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there. Where did you grow up again? I grew up in Kansas. So this is a stupid, trite thing to say, but people are obviously very different. Sure. But I feel like there's a self awareness that's not present here like it's present in most other places. Oh yeah. Like yeah, as far as like you you always get maybe you bump into somebody who's not paying attention. That happens everywhere. But everyone here is like constantly in their own world. Dude, they don't care about anybody but themselves. It's insane. They're just walking around. I'm like, what's that like? Yeah. Not that it's bad, but no. it is like absolutely insane. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of people like characters walking down the street that mm -hmm. either full blown conversations with themselves or you're, j you can just tell the way that they're walking. You're like, I don't know if I should interact with this yeah. person. You're on a mission in yeah. a different place. And I don't know where that mission is going to. Yeah. I don't know if I'm standing in the way Yeah, and I'll, I'll have people like, I just went to your, your rock and roll Ralph's and I saw somebody, they were walking right at me. Right. Yeah. And then there was no, like, there's usually, like, you look each other up and down, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you pick a side, and you go. But this was, like, now we're face-to-face, -face yep. and we're getting closer, and we're to the point of no return, and I'm just going to stay there until something else happens, until yeah. somebody else makes a decision. That's how I met my wife, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a rock and roll Ralph's, and we just kept walking towards each other, and then we are just like... 
Well, I'm not going to move. Yeah, I'm not going to move either. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I do. You've been ordained at Rock and Roll Ralph's. Your marriage has been sanctified. Mm, marriage riffs. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Is our host of the radio show back? Yeah, they're having a pop-up shop at the house. I at guess. The well, Billy Drips, he passed away. We know that. God, yeah. Yeah, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Yeah, poor Billy Drips. Yeah, but... <laughs> but, our, but, but our co-host, who's now the main host... The other guy. The other on. guy. <laughs> you know what's sad? He was, it was like, it was Billy Drips and the other guy in the morning. Yeah. That's like, that's his radio name is the other guy. <laughs> still Billy Drips the other and guy. the other guy in the mornings. <laughs> and now it's just like, you're listening to the morning drive with the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever respects no, the show. Yeah. He's like, my name is Dylan. And it's like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the other guy. Oh, do the, you're Dylan and I'm calling into the show. Okay, great. Hey, uh, this is Dylan taking calls right now on the other guy in the morning. We have a caller calling in. Uh, hello, caller. What hey. is your question? Hi, am I on, am I on now? Uh, yes. Yes, caller. This- Dylan, love the show, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, you're still the other guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. What happened to the first guy? Do you have any other questions? Uh, we got to keep this show moving along. No, that's so. it. Good job, Dylan. Love the stuff. Long time listener. First time caller. Well, I'm glad that you at least know my name. Thank you for for knowing that my name's Dylan. You're one of the only few listeners who's called in and referred to me as I my actual. I got stuff to do, Dylan. Thanks. Uh, can, please stay. <laughs> <laughs> How excited are people to normally get on the radio and then Dylan's so boring that he's like, all right, I got to go, bud. (laughs) No, 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 please, please. I need, I need this conversation. (laughs) I need need this to happen. All right. Give me somebody else. Dylan is, uh, okay. So, uh, uh, we just got our weather report and the traffic is pretty bad, uh, out here in the Valley today. We are backed up all the way on the four Oh five, all the way to, uh, looks like we're uh, getting another call. Uh, you know what? Uh, I have been taking requests for music. We just played, uh, childish Gambino and we just played Cardi B's new track. And wow. The phones are ringing off the hook here. Let's go to this caller right now. Hello caller. What is your question? Hey, am I on the air? Uh, yeah, you're on what the. What happened to the other guy? Hey, um, if it, it it's a it's a long story. Uh, I am uh, I am the other guy, so I'm. Uh, that's kind of an ironic question because I'm the other guy and I'm hosting the show now. No, so. the first guy. How could you be the other guy with no first guy? What happened to the first guy? Um, I'm I'm not at liberty to say his family uh, did not want that information disclosed over the air. So. All right, I gotta get going, bud. Is this the same guy? <laughs> and why do you keep calling me Bud? It's very condescending. Do you know people like Can that I who call ask, people Bud? Dude, I call people Bud. Do you? And now my wife has said, don't call people Bud. I think it can be condescending. That sucks. I will try not to do Which, it. But I mean it. What? <laughs> I mean, I want everyone I mean to be to my be friend. condescending. <laughs> I, from the bottom of my heart, I mean to be condescending. Like, no, I, I heard how you took that, but I'm... 
I'm better than you is the only thing I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. thinking. Yeah, for whatever reason, uh, I don't know why. I even think that if you say, I say buddy a lot, but yeah. if you say it in the wrong inflection, it can be a little, the tone can be off-putting for people. I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be I, I think that. I think the reason why it's it's kind of like, because it takes you back to your childhood a little bit whenever an older person yeah. would call you bud or, hey, sport, like how you doing? Like a shitty coach you don't like? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and hit the showers, bud? Uh, okay. <laughs> Was that Coach Greenwall? Yeah, what's up, Jeremiah? Hey, uh, Coach Greenwall, haven't talked to you since, uh, you know, uh, I uh, tried out for the lacrosse team and yeah. it didn't happen. They uh they just canceled my favorite radio show, so I got some extra time. On my oh, you're hands, a fan. You're a fan of the other guy uh, in the morning. Used to be first guy, team first guy. Your way, your team first guy. Mm, coffee riffs. You ever hear when they do that? I mean, that was my favorite part of the show when they used to do that. Amen. Uh, well, uh, Coach Greenwall, uh, if I, you know, maybe tried out for any sport that you're coaching now, could you maybe consider keeping me on the team because it kind of shook my childhood bro but buddy you're like 36 years old okay i'm 30 tops what's the i'm actually 30 (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i said 30 tops hey i'm 30 at best well you clearly can't Hang with these high school kids, dude. They're making them like crazy. These <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. What can you define that they're making high school kids like crazy? You see these high school kids, dude. Every one of no, them. No, I haven't apps, been. Bud. I haven't been looking at high school kids, uh, bud. You're missing out, dude. Yeah, I'm missing out on the high, the hot high school kids that are coming hey, out. You said hot. You said hot, bud. I said you're the one, Coach Greenwall, who said hit the showers and. Clearly, there's not a shower anywhere around us. We could find a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Greenwald knows where all the showers are. At. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, he's got a nap. He's got a shower. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a shower. Shower. Yeah, shower. <laughs> the shower comes to you. Holy shit! I was hanging out with somebody once who uh, who wanted to invent an app called Poober, and it was they would bring you toilet paper wherever you were at. Dude, smart or not smart? I mean, I don't think that there's a, a market for for that. Running out of toilet paper? That's since Taylor's oldest time, player. Dude, but there you but there's not an extra roll somewhere in your house or something. I was or you're thinking saying in a public restroom. When I hear that, I think public restroom. Okay, well, am I? Is this? I'm so sorry. You're good. <laughs> just <laughs> just talk, just talking to the yellow one. Hey, you're good. Easy. You're good. <laughs> hey, bud, talking to the yellow one. Okay. <laughs> See that it is all in how you use it's it. It's all in how you use it. Yeah, I gotta stop saying. Give me a uh, uh, substitute. Jesus Christ. Uh, you could. I mean, you could pull off bro. You could pull off dude. Bro uh, is way worse in my opinion. Yeah. Than bud. Bud is like. I don't buds. know. I don't know. We may get each other Christmas presents. That's where we're at in our friendship. Okay. Well. But like. Bro, well, bro. Okay, I guess I guess if you are saying bro as much as maybe you are saying bud, and like, it sounds like if your wife is telling you you need to stop saying it, then you use it a lot. <laughs> so if you're replacing bud with bro, then yeah, bro can in common vernacular, just in like dialogue, yeah. can come off as like kind of douchey. I'm trying to think of what because it's it's 
clearly not just a means of replacing a word at this point. I'm trying to think of what in my personality I need to change. Uh, I, I know people who use guy. Hey guy. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like the combined worseness of bro and uh, bro and dude. Bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, bud, dude, guy. It's bad. I'm just going to start memorizing. Hey, just call, start calling everybody sister. Sister. Hey, hey sister. sister. You're being weird. No, you're being weird, sister. Um, chill, sis. <laughs> you we chill. We laugh like this. <laughs> <laughs> what a goddamn nightmare that is. It's like the mall food court in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, do you want to go to Claire's? Why, do you need to get your ears pierced for like in the 47th time, Dawn? Her name is Dawn. <laughs> Your name, your name's, your name's Crystal for sure. We're telling each other our names. <laughs> I like how um, your voice is still like kind of manly as a woman whenever, <laughs> whenever you talk. My voice isn't even manly as a guy. <laughs> okay, that's a troll riddle that I don't even want to even start exploring right now. Anyway, yeah, Claire's, 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 it is. Did you uh did, did you have a uh did I have a what? Did you hang out at the mall when you were like high school, middle school? Yeah. Um I would go to uh there's a couple malls. I didn't really uh, I was always I had a reason to go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just I wasn't a kid Not who hung out. out at at the mall. Sure. That wasn't I don't know. I think and one of the the malls that I went to, I think, is closed down back in Kansas because it wasn't pop, like people. That's just not the culture. Well, there, there. were no stores then. There was lots of stores. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Great Mall. Oh shit! Yep, Great Mall of Olathe. Olathe. That sure. was one of the ones, and then uh, Oak Park Mall. That's still that's still thriving. Okay, good. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, shout out Oak nice. Park. <laughs> we would go hang out because we yeah. had nothing to do. Like, as soon as we got our license, we were like, we could drive ourselves to the mall. We can go to the mall. Yeah, we just hang Would out. Would you go to typical places like Orange Julius or, or like... Uh, yeah, any place we pass. We wouldn't really would spend Would you hang out at the food court? Money. Yeah, that's... Well, that's what I was getting to. Yeah. It's like, we would hit on girls in the food court. And no and one how, ever wanted to talk in the food court. And how old were you? Um, you said you're 16, 17? Yeah, like 15, 16. At best? At best, at most. <laughs> at most. The oldest I've ever been. And the oldest I've ever been, <laughs> 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And we would uh, we would purposely go to the mall and see if there were any, like, I wonder if there's going to be cute girls in the mall. And we would go hit on, like, the people who worked at um, American Eagle, who were just, like, a year or two older, who were just trying to live their own professional lives. What? What are you looking at? It's just low, the levels. Oh, I'm sorry. You know how many shell necklaces I had to buy to get a phone number from the girls who worked at American Eagle? Two. I have two shell necklaces. Do you still have them? Yeah. Yeah. What does your wife think about that? I don't put them on. Let <laughs> me bring her out. Yeah. Like, what is she doing here? Mike's wife. <laughs> we recorded Mike's wife's reactions earlier on Jeremiah Wonders. Let's hear what she has to say. She's calling into the show right now. Mrs. Falzone, is this you? Well, is she calling in or does she? She's calling out? in right now. Hey, it's me, Mrs. Falzone. <laughs> it's me, Zoya Falzone. Wow. That, yeah. That's a powerful name. I understand uh, you have some kind of, you have something to show me. 
Yeah. We have footage of your so-called husband wearing shells of necklaces that he purchased back in high school to impress girls who worked at the mall. This is the thumb ring situation all over again. Wait, there was a thumb ring situation? No, show me the pictures. Okay. Tell me what you're going to show me. Okay. Is it definitely him? I just emailed them to you. Enhancing? Enhancing? You're enhancing from your computer? Yeah, I'm enhancing from my computer. Don't ask me about the technology. Oh, it's a big image. It just came through. Yeah, thank you. It's like an old dial-up image. Yeah, it's about 33.3%. Yeah, you have to scroll down slowly. It's such a large image in your email. Scrolling down to his neck to see. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, it's gross. It's disgusting. That's what it is. I'm getting a divorce. Wait. Uh, it's time. Okay, I wasn't prepared for that. Thank you, Jeremiah. No, 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 Zoya. I'm. I was not. Pre- I thought there would be more of like a funny thing. I didn't mean for you guys to actually break up. I thought he would like maybe go to the doghouse a little bit. Maybe have to sleep on the couch. That'd be funny. You're you. You're a harsh woman. Do you know any lawyers that I can call? Oh no, I'm gonna call Mike. A lawyer Mike, right now. I, I didn't mean to 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 get into this with with you two. Hey, man. That's my wife on the phone. Dude, my wife wants a divorce right now because you told her I wore puka bead necklace. Zoya, Zoya, please. Uh-huh. Oh, he's I, there, huh? I, 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 yeah. Mr. You, shell Man's there. Oh, you don't have to use derogatory terms like shell man. shell man. Don't call me Mr. Shell Man. I'm not, that's just who I was back then. Uh, why don't you, hey, the family car is running on E. Why don't you go to Shell Gas Station? Oh, no. That's not. Coming up next you did on the other guy in the mornings. I'm half the man I used to be. Mm, coffee rips. Yes, I got the button working again. <laughs> it comes back around. <laughs> nice, real sloppy, but it came back around. <laughs> A bunch of non sequiturs all together had yeah. nothing to do with each other. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. That's good. This has been this has been a weird show, which I like. I feel like I went to too many negative places with my improv games. Oh, I love I it. Killed the first guy. You killed the first guy. Killed the first guy. Killed, killed, cur- killed the dog. Got, you a got divorce. the divorce. <laughs> I woke I up see, in such a good mood. Today. I, I see. I see. You're you're getting all the poison out. Yeah. I see you teaching an improv class and just <laughs> kids. <laughs> kids getting divorces. Yeah, yeah. Kids getting divorces. They're like, um. Uh, the parents are watching, like in the audience. They're like, okay, yeah. The, the the acting and performance was good, but a lot of the places went pretty negative and pretty dark. Do you have anything to do with that, Mr. Well, Falzone? Let's go back and let's. I, I mean, this could be somebody else. You know, I I'm just here. I'm kind of the assistant improv coach. Yeah. Let's go back and let's let's look at the tape of some of the things you, that these oh, kids did. Oh, there's tape. Okay, great. So uh, this is the first game. It's called uh, Meet Me at the Restaurant. This is two of the kids. They just go to a coffee shop and they have a conversation. Okay. Uh, hi, this is um, Greg at the coffee shop. I'm just waiting for my friend. Um, uh, uh, well, you can't sit there because... um. My father's urns are in that chair over there. Your father's urns? My father's urns. The ashes are in his urns. Like, well, he he keeps his dead body like old grandfather? Yeah, I keep my father's dead body in this pot right here. Okay. Uh, Thank you for joining me for coffee. I have something very important that I wanted to talk to you about. 
Okay, spill your guts. What do you got? I want a divorce. We're not married. Coach? No, no, no. You're doing good. Just just keep going. Just say, commit to the bit. I have a gun. You're not supposed to have a gun, he said. I'm going to put you and bury you in my father's dead ashes. And see. <laughs> Another one runs around. And then there's like two claps. Like, <laughs> it's like one parent is trying to be supportive. Yeah. You I go, Susan. Be, I want to be proud of him so much. <laughs> really like coming out dad, of a shell. The dads are looking at each other. They're like. Hey, uh, it's not just me. Our kids suck at improv, right? <laughs> Our kids are pretty unhappy. They're pretty, huh? uh, yeah, they're pretty. I don't know what's going on in the home front, but <laughs> yeah. it's pretty. Uh, did you play sports when you do you get like forced to play sports? Uh, didn't wasn't forced at all. I loved playing sports. Growing what up. was your favorite sport? Soccer originally, and then uh, basketball. They like make I, all little kids play soccer, huh? A lot of people at least do a year of mm-hmm. soccer because it's a sport like at first where you literally it's so easy to set up like those goals are so cheap that they set you up with like the three foot goals. Yeah. Like with the little nets yeah. and everything or four cones. You or need cones. four cones. Yeah. 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 Then you're playing soccer. Yeah. All of a sudden. It is also kind of like the simplest sport to under for a kid to understand. It's like, okay. There's two steps. There's Get it through running, this area. Yeah. yeah. And then there's kicking. Yeah. We'll introduce the ball at some point. Let's see if you got running down. And first. kids like r- love running and jumping around so and much. stuff like that. So soccer is so a natural. Yeah. 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 It's nice. I love, uh, did you play sports? Played a ton of sports. Yeah. Soccer. Uh, I played a lot of baseball, mm. a lot of basketball. What position? In baseball, I loved playing first base. I was a pitcher for a long time. Um, I played third base until you get one too many balls rocketed at your face. Oh yeah, and then it's you're, you're like, up. Uh. it takes a couple line drives to the chest to be like, Ooh. I don't want to play third. Yeah. Anymore. Uh, well, we both have pitcher hair. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That's in. Yeah, like Turkwindell hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I miss pitching. I miss baseball pitching. You've heard of it. <laughs> you heard of it? Baseball pitching? Halfway through the comment, I bored myself, and then I was wondering <laughs> what happened. Jeremiah started to wonder, where is this going? <sighs> yeah, same. Same for the other guy. If I'm being honest. I remember pitching, pitching, pitching. Uh, what is that? Is that Kevin Costner's ghost from that one movie? Yes. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever you need. Okay, Ghost, do you want to, um, you visited me for a specific reason, so do you want to, do you want to talk about why you're here? Yes. I came to talk to you about Waterworld. Oh, okay. We were just talking about baseball. Do you Field know? of Dreams? No, I want to talk about Waterworld. <laughs> okay, I would love to hear about, about Waterworld. I don't remember when the last time I saw it was. Trying to remind us. You need us. to watch it again. We're still trying to pay back the money that we lost on it. Okay, I'll go to Blockbuster and I'll, I'll get Waterworld today. Blockbuster's closed, <laughs> moron. All right, Ghost, where I'm do I find... I'm talking digital downloads. I'm talking link sharing. I'm talking sponsored <laughs> posts on Instagram. Oh, we what? need to get Waterworld back <laughs> on top of the charts. It's me, Kevin Costner. <laughs> 
I sincerely thought that you were alive. And now I'm hearing kind of like a ghostly voice. This is my inner turmoil. <laughs> it's come out of my body and I'm astral projecting into Jeremiah Wonders podcast. Okay, now I fully understand. How can I help you? Like I said, create a LinkedIn profile for me. I'm very bad at technology. We need to start marketing Waterworld to more people. The youth, they're going to love it. <laughs> I honestly don't think that's true. You don't think so? Well, the movie came out in like 1993. Uh-huh. It's so many years after that. Oh, it was a few years after at best. At most. <laughs> We are currently at the most years after that movie. Oh, I guess. I guess you could. It's a technicality, but I'll give it to you. You've been in so many other great movies. Can I help spread the word about any newer? No, I have this undying love to make Waterworld work. Okay. Okay. Well, then why don't you tell me, since I'm not that well-versed, what I should tell the general public about? What do you want people to know about? It's like Aquaman, but even better. Okay. So I don't think people were super stoked on Aquaman. Oh no! <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. They didn't like. Oh, what? Okay. What about Titanic? That went over pretty well. Yeah. Also, kind of old though. <sighs> but it's a couple know. years old at most. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Fine. So I'll go around. And I'll tell. Okay. The portal closed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <thank God. laughs> Dude, oof. oh thank God! I started to feel bad for him. Like oh, I couldn't help dude, him. Dude, I started sweating like a sauna. I it was, I felt so bad for him. I was like, he's yeah. unaware, he's isn't he? Unaware. That's the most painful thing is when people are unaware. hundred <sighs> percent. Yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was all of rock and roll, Ralph. That was, was all. Was yeah. That. that was actually the manager. That wasn't even <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Costner. Yeah. That was the that was the shift lead at Ralph's. He's a really big. He's, loves he's Water nerding World. out on, on Waterworld. Yeah. Waterworld is definitely the type of movie that you would see playing in a tiki bar in Hollywood. Yeah. In the background. On oh, for screen. sure. And then you'd hear somebody in the in the back go, can we change this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a fight in the back. Yeah. What do you want to have? Hey, what do you suggest we hey, have? Hey, is UFC on or what? <laughs> <laughs> we got a vintage feeling here, Jerry. You're fucking it all up. <laughs> Damn it, Jerry. I'm sorry. Um, I do like when they have the old movies on. There's this tiki bar I go to in North Hollywood who has, uh, they have, um, what's that movie about the dancing nerd? <sighs> dirty Dancing? No. <laughs> the nerd. There were no nerds in Dirty Dancing. I just thought, I just thought it'd be funny for you you to be a bully <laughs> classifying <laughs> Dirty Dancing. What's that movie with the nerd dancing? Dirty they Dancing? Fo- they love dancing they like love nerds. Dancing. They're like nerds. Uh, um, Footloose? No, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Okay. They just constantly have that playing in the background. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but that's a good nostalgia feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Do movies like Napoleon Dynamite still happen? Not right now. People, I think that that was a unique time when they were making movies where they were okay with taking a little bit more chances. I feel like there's been a lot of pros and cons with all these superhero movies that have come out. Mm Mm-hmm. I love a lot of the superhero movies that have come out, but it's also, in my opinion, really bad for the movie industry because it makes the 
people who are buying movies in the studios want a sure thing so badly mm-hmm. now that, that they're they not take taking chance. they're yeah. not taking chances like on smaller indie f- films. Mm-hmm. I don't think a film like Napoleon Dynamite would be made right now. Or even a movie like Ace Ventura or some sure. of those character-y kind of piece movies. Yeah. I just don't see it happening because the last few times that they've tried to do it with some different comics, it like the numbers at the box office just do really poorly. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we can never do this again. Dude, people in general have a hard time taking a chance on stuff because th- you could see whatever you want constantly. I know. And then, like you were saying, the movie studios, they have those big budget sure things. And then just in your leisure time, you could just type literally whatever you want into a search bar and see it. So it takes a lot. I think it takes a really strong word of mouth to be like, you got to see this shit. Like I think about it all the time, how like I was in the end of high school or college and we just found out that this movie was coming out and we had to find like an independent theater. Yeah. And I don't remember how I heard about it. Or whatever. I just remember like seeking out these places and then going to see it and thinking it was like the funniest, most different thing in the world. And then like just nothing has been like that since. That's the that's what I did with. Uh, so I saw that in theaters and I literally didn't get it until the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. I literally I'd never seen a movie like Napoleon Dynamite. And uh, I then I appreciated it a lot the second time I watched it. But I went and did that with the movie Hot Rod mm-hmm. uh, with Andy Samberg. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, the Lonely Island has a movie out. This is so cool. Like, and I had to like really look for, it was a select theater kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's something really satisfying about going out and finding this hard to get yeah. movie rather than just be like, yep. Easy. Yep. Easy. Yeah. Cause and then nothing good is super easy to get, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like, you got to dig a little bit Yeah, for everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it just to affirm it real yeah. quick. Hear what you guys were saying, and yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, we've uh, we've been riffing a lot, and yeah, I I'm just I, playing around. Sorry, and just yeah. playing around. No, I love it. I love episodes like this that get weird and, and wacky <laughs> and wild. But I think the listeners at this point in the episode want to know. Who is Mike Falzone? Oh, man. That's not going to make anybody happy, I don't think. (laughs) So I met you originally through the stand-up scene. I Mm -hmm. think one of the first shows that we did together was uh, Rome's show in the Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Uh, he still have that? I think so. That was a really fun show. Yeah, man. I think he does. Maybe. I don't know. It was a tiny room in the back of a cafe. But yeah. it was like closed off. It's like a little itty bitty dance studio or something. Yeah. And like if you get twenty people in there, it feels it feels oh, like hundred people. It would be packed. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that was one of the first shows that. And then he made us freestyle rap at the end of it. Yeah. I did not do good. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what else do I remember from that show? There was a dude like wave because it was BYOB and there was a dude like super drunk and like wavering super hard during that entire show yeah do you remember that part yeah no that's okay to not I don't I we don't can have that. our own memories yeah of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember no I remember actually you uh uh you're doing some bits about uh your wife that I appreciated because Whenever I think it was before I was married was whenever I saw it and I was like, this is so funny to, this is so funny to just like surface level. I didn't, I didn't really know you that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, you're like, 
a hip looking cool guy and I'm like yeah. Okay, well, yeah, this guy's making like marriage <laughs> stuff funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Where like as a as a comic, sometimes like you get inside your head, like I don't know. You're worried. But, like you get worried for no reason. Like if I get married, like will I be able to make that funny? Which is such a weird thing to even think about. Mm-hmm. But like it's one of the weird s- s- psychotic like thoughts that go through your head. Like, well, if I, I do this and this, like. <laughs> Is it going to work for my act? Like, yeah. it's very weird that people, that's even a thought. I hear but. people talk about kids like that a lot, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, kids are getting married is one thing, but you're still kind of, like, on your own driving to do a thing. Once you have a kid, I don't have a kid yet, but once you have a kid, it's like, that's your life. And so a lot of people, that'll take them out of the game, and then some people, uh, you know, figure out a way to make that work. But that's the number one, like, divisive thing that I've seen. Yeah, it's like, oh, if I have a kid and I can't, what kind of jokes can I or can't I right. do? And oh, all my shit's about kids. I don't want to do that. Do you want kids? I want kids because I think my wife would be the greatest mother on the face of the planet. Oh, that's very sweet. And I just don't want to be broke and fuck up a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like on the road and fuck up a kid. I want to be like, I want to be good. She, there's no doubt in my mind that she'll be good. But I don't want to be the one that fucks it up. You know what I mean? Well, what are what are you worried about though? <clears throat> Just being on the road and like being out and yeah, and- I mean, I don't want to to put the whole family in a situation where we got to struggle monetarily. I feel you, know? you on that, yeah. So that's most of it. And I've never like I'm from the YouTube world. I've been doing. I've had a YouTube um, account since like the day it started, and uh, I've done this for a while, and I've done like pretty well considering. But I'm not, I've always just done what I wanted to do on YouTube. I never really like played the game. So at times the popularity was like super high for me. And then at times it was like lower, but I never was one of the YouTubers who made like a million dollars and got their shit and got out. Yeah. You know, I always just like, I'm run of the mill artist all over the place. Sure. You know? So I think if like a couple of years ago I was doing like Pepsi deals and I was like in my early twenties with hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'd be like, let's try. It doesn't even matter if we fuck it up right? because the kid will be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kid is coming into a nice little safety net. Sure. But it's like, you know how it is just being a regular artist and yeah. raising another human being. It's scary. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Uh, I copyright. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> is that a, He's just trying desperately to find the right moment. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I just love this so much. <laughs> well, do you guys talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, going to yeah. have a kid for sure. You think so? Yeah. You're going to be a good dad. You could tell. <laughs> That's what that, that my wife reminds me that every day. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, a good dad pretty have, soon. She's like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to be a great dad as soon as we have that yeah you know the thing that um that worries me is i'm gonna have to have sex with my wife and it makes me nervous (laughs) (laughs) dude my situation hasn't happened yet (laughs) and we'll see man yeah I heard it's great once it once you get going. And dude, I can't wait to consummate. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, yeah, man? Hell yeah. Dude, hell I can't yeah, wait dude. to consummate. Yeah, dude. almost a little bit. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Dude, you know what I think about all the time? I've it's- only been pee hole to pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> the most unattractive way to just- dude, I went pee hole to pee hole with my lady, dude. <laughs> and that's the farthest that we've ever gotten. But that's still 
I mean, that's almost there. That's farther than you, right? <laughs> dude, you think I ever been pee hole level with no, somebody? Dude, come on, man. <laughs> Admire and love. That guy like that high fives it. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never pee hole. You never pee hole. Come, come on, bud, dude. Come on, <laughs> Holy shit. People were like attack you. Like, no, no, no. High five me. No, like, let's dude, go. I let's just, go. No, come on, dude, man. I used to fucking hate when I was like 21 and we would go out to bars and people would want to cheers all the times. Like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. Too many cheers. What are we doing here? We're not, we're not the sitcom. Okay? Dude, white guys get so excited and they just need to be doing something physically at all times. Yeah. It's no good. Oh, I was going to say with uh, our sexual exp- uh, inexperience, I frequently think about, um, I think in the times that we live right now, it's good to try to put yourself in other people's shoes and to have a little bit of empathy, you know? And I feel sorry for every girl who is fingered before the age of like 25 when you're a full adult. Think about like, when was the first time you fingered somebody? Middle school, high school? Uh, I have a very different situation. I I did, I, I did everything sexually with my wife oh this is great you're in a have. you're in a perfect scenario yeah, yeah. we so, don't even have to finish this conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. but so I, when I'm in we're, a little different landscape when we're like fumbling i, I come from connecticut so we're all pretty okay. sexually so active we're pretty, <laughs> uh, connecticut is the fingering capital of the united states it is uh it set that world ablaze finger bang champs olympics <laughs> 2004 everyone knows hartford is the finger banging capital of the united <laughs> continental united states um, Hartford, more like Squirtford. <laughs> so <laughs> Couldn't even finish it. No, it's, I mean, um, super gross. But I God just... Remember- <laughs> okay, okay, we're getting closer. All right, we're getting there, we're getting there. <laughs> um, I just remember being like just an inexperienced little boy and being so excited that you're with a girl and you hear about these things that you're supposed to do with girls, but you have no idea how to do them because no one explains it to you. And uh, I frequently think about <laughs> times I've been with just another nice younger girl and her probably being like, what is this person? This person's sure. dexterity is like video games and yeah. baseball and that's it. Yeah. This person has no idea how to make another person feel yeah. good. <laughs> the only thing this guy has fingered is a TI-86 Hell calculator. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm, parabola. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that a new one? Parabola. parabola, dude. Parabola's upside down or just a couple of jugs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, this guy's back. <laughs> this guy's back. <laughs> high five guy. You know what I'm saying? Man? Come on. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't like high five guy. Don't like cheers. You don't like high five? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would think of if I was because I've been in that situation before. Yeah. Like friend brings a friend, oh. and you don't vibe with the friend. I have thought of the worst, dumbest. Like, I got to get going right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, you just got here. What's up? I left a whole thing in I, there. Yeah. I left <laughs> I a whole go. thing in there. <laughs> you mean your kid in the car? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. I, I'm at the age now, man. You're 30. Mm-hmm. I am 34. Mm-hmm. I will not hang out with people I don't want to hang out with. I can't. Yeah. It's a little difficult. Mm. It's also, it's a little bit different, I feel like, because we're stand-up comedians where... You know, there's a lot of situations sometimes where we we may have to be around, uh, uh, you know, could be obnoxious people at yeah. times. It's it's 
that's different. That's like occupational hazard. Yeah. I'm talking about like leisure time. No, but I can put up with, but I think that's why it bleeds over into that though, is because we're around that environment so much. Like we're pretty, like we're putting ourselves out there so much that like when we have our alone time, it's like, uh, let me kind of control like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the floodgates of who's coming in and out. Yeah, I'm on break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it hard? I'm curious about this. You said you mentioned uh, that you started in YouTube. Was that a hard transition to, to <clears throat> go from being like a YouTube personality or like a YouTuber, quote unquote? Never called myself up? one of those because I never felt like I started doing YouTube before you just, YouTuber was a thing. So you, you, yeah, know? you just happened to be uploading videos and making videos. I was a musician. So I'm like, wherever I oh, can yeah. upload my music to get it to thousands of people without like even leaving my house. Like I toured as well, but I can, you know, it's just this new audience that you have at your fingertips because at the time, like everyone is just like, what's new. It doesn't matter. I'll take a chance on a million new things. Like if a friend sends me a video of somebody doing like a cover song, that was like the shit back then. Sure. And people were really excited to like hear those. So, uh, I mean, that was, that was the appeal of that. And then for whatever reason, like, I had been a musician since like 15. So by the time I was like early twenties, I think I did stand up for the first time in 2008. And, uh, by then my shows had just become like, I was having so much more fun talking to people in between the songs right? and making jokes during the songs to kind of take people out of the normal flow from what a show was. So I kind of was a touring musician for a long time to figure out that I was a stand up. And then for me, it's like, I just cut my teeth and all these things that were like very hard to do from scratch. I've done it three times. I did it with the music thing and like kind of earned my bumps there. And then I did it like navigating this whole YouTube thing when no one, there's like a plan for how to do it now, but there was nothing when we all sure. started. And, uh, and now the stand up thing, same, like I was, you know, in Connecticut going to open mics and stuff in New York city and figuring out how not funny you were and then taking the train an hour and a half back to sit in it. It's a long train ride. And then even coming out here six years ago and, and bombing open mics and then finally getting to the place where like, okay, I live here. I've been here for years. Um, you know, I, I got my support system and it's time to go at it and like be as good as you can at it. Now I feel like super comfortable. So what's the hardest then, or can you even <clears throat> classify between music, YouTube and comedy? What is, what was the hardest? I think path? they're all their own thing. I mean, comedy is super hard because there's nothing. I even felt like when I was a musician, even if I was a shitty musician, you strum out the last chord and the audience gets the idea that the song is over. So they're like, Oh, okay. That one's over. You know, if you're funny, no one's going to fucking clap for you or, or laugh at you if they're strangers and like they don't owe you nothing. No. So that's always like the point of pride for like even when people started talking about talking shit about the whole YouTube thing. I was always like, I don't give a shit because I could do it live, you know, to varying degrees. But now I feel like I'm I'm proficient in um, the last two. I still feel like I'm kind of a shitty musician, but yeah. uh, the last two I, I feel good in you should send me one of your songs and i will feature it in the intro of this hell podcast yeah. hell yeah yeah I gotta pick a good one yeah dude no, <laughs> no pick your worst one dude. <laughs> it's way easier to find the worst ones <laughs> let's get into this next segment <clears throat> fanning out mm, fanning out fanning out questions from fans 
I reached out to people on social media, and they reached right back. They said they had some questions for Mr. Mike Falzone, and I was like, like a ahead, lot of people, fire them dude. Yeah, <laughs> like like a lot, like real. Uh, at Gerald Oh Yeah on Twitter says, "What made you decide to move cross country to pursue performing? Also, how is Mortimer these days?" Oh, Mortimer. I don't know where Mortimer is, and I miss him every day. Uh, he's a stuffed pig that was a guest on one of our other podcasts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A lot of personality, but um, was lost in a move, and it's heartbreaking. Mm, heartbreaking. That's how you lose pigs, man. You don't want to move house when you got a pig. <coughs> move house is a very British thing to say. I just moved house. They um, move. Well, I recall whenever I moved house. Yes. We used to live in a flat in London. And then we moved to house. Okay, That's this like guy is straight up sexy. <laughs> British deep voice guy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Get that boy back on the line. Yes, daddy. Daddy. Is this is this Idris Elba? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, I got really sick when I was 26, 27, like death's door sick. Really? Uh, yeah. And then after I got better from that, I was like, if I'm going to pursue this comedy thing and this YouTube stuff and just see where it goes, uh, we get one life and it's not a long life. So I'm going to go do it wherever I have the maximum chances of doing it. Yeah. It's more like a going at something a hundred percent, you know, Connecticut, super easy. My whole family's there. All my friends are there. The support system, there's always a safety net, but it's like, you know, I got so sick of when I was doing music, I got so sick of fucking the two to three hour drive to New York city, you know, every night. But you got like physically sick. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a, my appendix ruptured and then it exploded on the operating table. So when that happens, it's like breaking a bag of poison inside of you. And I got sepsis and then I ended up getting a pulmonary embolism in the hospital. Oh my goodness. So pul- pulmonary embolism is when you have a blood clot that stops in a end organ. So that's when you die. So if um like if the blood clot gets to your heart, you die. If it gets to your brain, you die. And I had one that stopped in my lungs. So they were like we got to fix you up right now. So I was like, that's crazy. I had an experience. I'm just the dude, like all, you know, all your fucking friends. And then I have this experience where a doctor comes into the room and was like, yeah, you almost, your life was almost over. And I'm sitting in this hospital bed. I was there for like a couple of weeks after this on like intravenous blood thinners and shit like that. And, um, and I was thinking about all my friends. And again, I was like 25, 26. All my friends are like, getting their first big regular jobs or promotions at their first regular jobs. They're getting married. They're buying these houses and having kids and pets and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking die in this hospital. This is horse shit. So, uh, after I got out and got better, I was like, we're going, we're fucking doing it. My girlfriend at the time came and then we got married out here and now I fucking do, um, a billion things. I have these two podcasts and I do YouTube stuff and then I do stand up every night I could possibly do stand up. And like, I swear to this is mad corny, but I swear to God that between the first time I ever played the laugh factory was a huge deal. 
Cause I would be doing, I did like, um, photo and video stuff to pay rent back then. So I would do all my work during the day and then I would get high and watch these videos of like Santino and Dalia and stuff do stand up on, on the YouTube channel when everyone had their videos up on the YouTube channel. And then I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. If I could somehow do that, that would be awesome. And then fast forward five years and I'm on the same stage and I have two videos on that same YouTube channel. And I, it always goes back to like, I was dead. Like I could have died back then and all this is like simulation, but that's fine. I'm having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about it like, um, so I live in the Valley, so I have to go over the hill every night, you know, from West Hollywood or wherever the show is. And I usually take the back roads. I go up like Mulholland and shit like that. And there are a couple parts of this street where like you look out and you could just see the whole Valley or the whole city and it's just lights and it's real quiet and beautiful. And sometimes you catch the the sunset and I'm like, dude, this is like, it, it's never lost on me how fucking cool everything is and how like fragile everything is. So I, I just, I'm living this awesome life and I appreciate it every day. It's cool shit. I didn't mean to get that gross on you. No, but like, I mean, I think it's a nice, uh, contrast to, uh, <laughs> Man, that guy really knew when to uh, <laughs> when to really milk that at the the worst opportunity possible. <laughs> yeah, Whenever we finally that gets guy just wants to press a button. Some track, I know, you dude. Know. You can't you can't get too mad at that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I mean, uh, I love that. Yeah, long winded answer to the first question. Good. Be prepared to answer in that link the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs> it all started when <laughs> at Elijah Kalijah. Uh, on Twitter, how can I get them? How can I get them luscious locks like you? And also uh, another follow-up question by it's Missy Martinez on Instagram. I need to know his hair care process ASAP. So a lot of people were, yeah. Do you use conditioner? I do not. You do not. I do not. So I was, uh, late to the game on conditioner, Mm -hmm. maybe 30. Okay. And, uh, I just think it's such an important thing. If you have long oh, it hair, is. it's just nice. Oh, okay. It's like sometimes we don't have the same problems because right. you have very straight hair yeah. and I have very curly hair. So once in a while, if I like put my hood up the wrong way or fucking let my hair dry weird, it's just a knot and it's right. a terrible experience. Yeah. I can't run my fingers through it. But like if you're, so when I condition my hair, it feels more like what your hair probably feels like on the daily. Yeah. And I can't stress that enough. If you have wavy hair or curly hair, condition. Condition. You're in water. Is is the sexy British guy back? Oh, yes. Hello. Wait, I can't tell what part of Europe he's from, actually. It's very. I'm from the British part, isn't it? Wasn't it? Oh, okay. Now, do you use conditioner? No, I have a, I have a shaved head. You have a shaved head? I bet you have a big old beard, though, don't you? I got a big old beard, isn't it? <laughs> What's your pube situation like? Big old pube beard, wasn't it? Isn't it? Oh. Wasn't it? What about your calf hair? Tell Hell, me about that. Oh, I got calf hair for days there, Sonny Jim. Oh. Wasn't it? Sunny Jim is Sunny the, Jim is more of a Scottish thing. Well, Sunny Jim is the equivalent of a butt in American. <laughs> so there you go. He doesn't want to get into that habit. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to be Sunny Jim. Yeah, guy. his wife hates that. 
at exhale on Instagram. I'd like to know, since Mike is an OG YouTuber, how oh, yeah. has YouTube changed for better or for worse since he joined in 2006? <clears throat> so the way it was explained to me recently is it used to be this very niche. It used to be like the Napoleon Dynamite of file sharing. Oh, for sure. And it was like anyone who had a video, it doesn't matter what it was or who it was. You just, you wanted all of it because it was like a little glimpse into. I remember when YouTube, whenever it started, was uh, like 2006, a hundred videos. Yeah. Where it was such a small. It was me and 99 other videos. Dude. <laughs> and I'm in Kansas just being like blown <clears throat> away. Like how are people uploading it to the, like, it's just yeah. like mind blowing. Yeah. Cause before then, like even just sharing a video, like you couldn't even really email a video. You had to like burn it onto a disc yeah. and deliver it to somebody's house. Yeah. Um, the first YouTube video that I uploaded was in 2007. Nice. Yeah. So you jumped on early adapter. Yeah. That works with your personality. Yeah. You're one of them. It was a, uh, a spoof. Uh, one of our, our tests in our, our, my broadcast class in high school was to do a green screen parody and you had to, uh, motion keyframe and use green screen to put your head over an actor's head in a movie nice. and dub over the, like the lines for the scene. And I did the notebook and, okay. uh, it's, so ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's better than anything I did in school. Yeah. Yeah. I jade off in school too much. You jade off? Just constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, I wasted a lot of time. Um, but for... I can never get that <laughs> masturbation time back. It's actually a very serious issue. I could have done anything. I got diagnosed. So I was on death's door. <laughs> And I was like, doctor, can I J it one more time? <laughs> I J'd my appendix to explosion. Um, <laughs> my appendix ejaculated. Like, All right, dude, enough is enough, man. I'm giving out. Um, so when it first started, YouTube was like this tiny town, and then it grew mm -hmm. into a city, and then it grew into a, a state and a country, and now it's a world. So like visually... If you look at it like that, that kind of explains how difficult YouTube is now. But I also think like people hear that and they're like, all hope is lost. But if you're listening to this and you want to do something on YouTube, you're in a cool time now where like the more niche you get about what you want to do, the more chances of success you'll have. And Dude, that's the, kind of nice. The unboxing videos phenomenon right now, like that's so specific of uh -huh. a thing, like kids opening toys and stuff like that millions upon millions of views yeah like and who would have thought that that would be a thing that people would go crazy yeah. over it's really and i would like challenge people or, or whatever because so many of my friends especially comedian friends are like i i know i need to make something i need to have some kind of a presence but i don't know what to do and i'm like think about what makes you and your friends laugh so fucking hard like you're at the time where you could do that like the weirder, the better. Sure. And then if you could repeat that, that's fucking awesome. And like, that could be your thing, you know? Yeah. It doesn't need to be like this perfect polished, whatever mm -hmm. people get too, uh, too caught up in, in that part of it. Okay. At the tipsy Pollock podcast, buttholes or Nickelback, <laughs> you can only lick one go. That's like the whole band. I think so. Or all buttholes? Or, <laughs> yep. Man, that's too many buttholes, isn't it? Whoa, even sexy British guy disagrees with this one. And that he, guy loves buttholes. Dude, he loves them, dude. 
I guess Nickelback would be over soon. Never made it as a wise man. <laughs> Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. And this is how you remind me. <laughs> and they say that a hero can save us. Not gonna stand here and wait. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Was that them? That was that's them. The same band. Oh, that's the same band. <laughs> hey, you wanna be the Spider-Man soundtrack? <laughs> Heck yeah, we do. Chad Kroger. <laughs> Chad, yeah. Okay, what do we need to do? All right, we need to sound epic. <laughs> okay. As All right, possible. extra reverb on the extra, drums. Extra reverb, okay? No. <laughs> That's the drums. And the sailor hero save us. Now gonna stand here away. Good. Put it on the soundtrack. That's rough. I think we got it. <laughs> he just records for a second. Uh, guys, that was one take. Put it. Yeah. Print it. Yeah, one great take. Send it out. <laughs> yeah, it's called a one. It's a one take wonder right there. I feel bad for that guy sometimes. He gets crapped on a they lot. They just got overexposed, man. That guy just has a band that he likes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't like. They never came out and said like, "Fuck." A specific no, group of people. But people are like, those guys, <laughs> yeah. get them out of the here. The Ed Hardy of bands. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of Ed Hardy, <laughs> at Uninerd89, tell us about your tattoos and what's your favorite one. Oh, shit, man. Not that you have an Ed Hardy tattoo, but you could. Who knows? I can't show it to you right now because it's underneath my pants. Um, your favorite tattoo? I got a favorite tattoo recently. Every new one I get is my favorite Okay. One. And a lot of my good friends from home are tattoo artists, so they'll hook me up every now and again. So this is like super brand new, still kind of peeling a little bit, but it's a Samoa cookie. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, it symbolizes faith and unity. Okay. Because of the circle. Just like Samoa tattoos. I did the Royal Rumble tattoo game. Have you heard of that? Uh no, I saw you posting about it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how people heard of it. <laughs> so that's the tattoo that you got? This is like I've wanted people have done this for years, but it's like you you pick a number one through thirty, and then whoever comes out of that number, you get a tattoo that corresponds. Oh, it's like to a bingo that. kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was Samoa Joe, so I got a Samoa tattoo. That's how I ended up with a thin mint on my ankle. <laughs> thin mints came into the Royal Rumble at number four. Yep. That was number four. Uh, at Jammerman 21 This is just uh, Jammerman was my favorite Mega Man suit Yeah? Yeah From the backyard chicken forum This is the question <laughs> What is the worst predator? A. Raccoon B. Possum C. Weasel D. Mink Or E. Mountain Lion Is the answer here? Nope They don't have the answer Nope It's it's. I think it's an opinion What's the worst predator? I would say weasel Yeah Right? Well, you don't want to so. weasel in the chicken coop. You could reason with a raccoon, I think. Weasel in the chicken coop <laughs> in the mornings with the other guy. <laughs> All right. He finally found his He footing. finally found a second 
It's nice. It's nice. Weasel in the chicken coop with <laughs> the other guy. In actual the weasel in a chicken coop with the other guy. Uh, I heard uh, Rogan just posted this thing about a mountain lion attacking a man while he was running. What? And the guy was this dude who I guess he was a beast because he, after the mountain lion pounced on his back, uh-huh. he wrestled it to the ground and choked it out. Oh, no. MMA style to death because it was trying to kill him. Yeah. You have one. You, you either get eight yeah. or you try to yep. choke out a lion. Yeah. He choked out a freaking mountain lion. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Where does he find these articles, man? Every day he gets he gets tagged. He <laughs> has to get tagged. Like he, there's such a broad network where, where people are like, Joe likes this Joe kind would of love stuff. This. Yeah. So they, I think he gets tagged, and then he'll like be like, Hey, so and so, like send me yeah. this, dude. That's a really fucking cool thing about. Uh, I was gonna say comedians having podcasts, but really anybody. Yeah. It's like you talk for so long, and like in a situation like this, like we can goof around forever, but eventually, like some real personality shit is gonna of come course. out. Yeah. And then people who listen all the time, they know your personality, so. I bet like eight out of 10 of your listeners could be like, I bet Jeremiah would really like this and hey, send you shit. People will tag me in pizza stuff. Uh, love it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Some skateboarding stuff occasionally. Mm, pizza and skateboarding stuff. Pizza and skateboarding stuff. That's a segment on the morning show. Pizza and skateboarding stuff. Okay. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> the emphasis on the skateboarding stuff. Yeah. To let you know how important it is. Yeah. It's super important. Uh, <laughs> Okay, at JRW Land, can you pitch me a sitcom starring Jeremiah and Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah, probably. If I was better at pitching stuff, I would I would have more money as well. Well, you're good at pitching tents, right, dude? Hell yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm going to come over to your Super Bowl party next year, too, okay? <laughs> Patriots again, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Only come over if Jeff and I are still friends. All right, dude. <laughs> Jeff, you're out. <laughs> yeah. I call up Jeff from the couch. Yeah. Jeff, you're never coming back. You're no longer invited here. You're fucking out. Take your friend with you. <laughs> your friend who touches everybody. Um. Okay, so you and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. What's it's, our sitcom? It's 1991. And you guys have a radio show. At most. At most. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys have a radio show. Okay. And it's called Weasel and the Other Guy. Okay. And she plays an actual weasel. But since it's 1991, it's not like CGI. It's It's not a puppet. She's in a suit. She's in a suit. Whoa. Yeah. I love it. Okay, good. Okay, now, does she slip in a little bit of racist stuff occasionally? (laughs) Well, in it's, come on, it's the 90s. You got to translate from weasel, but it's there. Okay. <laughs> oh, so she she talks in Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, "Oh, wow." Rosie O'Donnell could do a great weasel impression. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. Well, yeah. that's great. Last question, then we'll get into sax talk. Uh, how many people from SourceFed do you still talk to at Moby Dead? At Moby Dead. Um um Okay, so this is a loaded question. Because I talk to, I talk to everyone who talk, talks to me, basically. And uh, the problem is I don't talk to many people because I don't have a tremendous amount of friends. Because I'm always doing 
something. People want to do things at night and you got to do stand up things at night. And then eventually people stop <laughs> calling you. But, uh, That's obviously, truth <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not a bad thing, but it's just people, uh, drift apart. But, um, it's nice like that. Cause once in a while, this is like a, a YouTube channel that I used to, um, host with a bunch of other people. And we have opportunities to work with each other every now and again and be on each other's podcast and um, yada, yada. I would say I still talk to the majority of them. Dope. Yeah. All right, cool. That's a we'll nothing conversation up, we'll, to okay. anyone who doesn't we'll look know. Up, look up uh, SourceFed for, you know. Sure, if you want. Yeah, if you want. Or just fast forward through this part. <laughs> Solid plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this final segment, Sax Talk. Nice, I like it. Now, I told Mike before the show that he was going to share a story of a sexual encounter while I play some sweet, sweet saxophone. Mm -hmm. How long do these normally go? It can be short or it can be longer. Okay. Some of them end up being very short because it's like that. That's just the length of the story. This happened and it's out. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to to stretch it out. All right, cool. (laughs) I'm ready for you whenever. Okay. Is this a voice thing or if people use their normal voice? Uh, you can do whatever based on, there's you no know, barriers the, in this yeah, there's no barriers. If you're feeling something, you know, that's influenced by the sax, whatever, or I'll, the sax might be influenced by how you're talking. So there okay. we go. Um, I'm going to say that this story takes place in during the summer going from middle school to high school. So there I was, probably 15 years old, not very wise in the way of women. I think before this, I had had one opportunity to get to second base. And I'll just tell you about that uh, briefly. It's my friend Rebecca, and we went to go see Spice World, and I just put my hand on her boob, and I kept it there the whole time. That movie's about an hour and a half long. Imagine having a sweaty, nervous teenager hand on your boob for an hour and a half while Spice, while Spice World <laughs> on the silver screen. So we move past that and we, uh, you know, the winter turns into summer as it does. And, uh, and I'm hanging out with some friends and uh, we're so happy that school is over and we congregate over a friend's house. Now, this was my friend Danny's house, and Danny's house, there were uh, there were no rules at Danny's house. Danny was famous for two things. One, he showed me the MP3 duck job, which was super popular around that time. And also, he used to do this trick where he used to light his desk on fire in his room. Made everybody very nervous. One of these things that Danny has that a lot of the other kids didn't have was a Sega Genesis and access to Mortal Kombat and the Blood Code. One of these summer days, he was like, you guys want to come over and play Mortal Kombat? Use the Blood Closed. (laughs) So... Me and a couple of my friends, male and female, went over this house and uh, we went to go play Mortal Kombat. Um, 
Mortal Kombat. (laughs) I noticed I was getting the eyes from one of my female friends. She asked if I wanted to go make out in the bathroom. And I did. I did want to make out in the bathroom. So we did. Now, I was still at the stage in my life where I didn't quite know. I don't know how to say this, Jeremiah, that people came. You know, (laughs) your life is basically divided in two parts. There's the part where you know that people come <laughs> and then or you don't have any idea that that happens. So we're making out and eventually what I'm used to is making out ends when your jaw gets tired and that's it. So we're making out, jaws are getting tired. And then she says, "Hey, would you like a blowjob?" Now, I had never heard that word used in person. So I'm very confused, right? Uh, I say yes because you don't turn it down. I was too nervous to turn it down. So I was like, these people are going to come. So I put my back up against the door uh, so my friends wouldn't come in. And she starts doing that. Now, here's where the two worlds collide, because at this point in my human being career, I did not know that girls knew that guys came. (laughs) No one told me that that was a universal truth. So the following is my impression of me at the end of the first blowjob that I ever got. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, you're going to want to get out of here. (laughs) And so the first time I ever got a blowjob, I blew balls myself by telling her to to stop because I didn't know that. (laughs) Thought I was about to be gross in front of a girl. Sex talk. Mm, coffee ribs. Oh, wait. He put it there after <laughs> you blue ball yourself? <laughs> oh, man. I drove right to Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. That's what. And then he comes in. Wow. So that was it. So Mortal Kombat, spice up your life. Yeah. Blowjobs. Yeah. That's pretty much everything from eighth grade to high school. Well, I appreciate the anthology. Yeah, you 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 pretty much you did a uh, you did a best of hits. I said, yeah, yeah, dude. Should have uh, 
could probably go back and omit a lot of that stuff, but I, I really wanted to hear a lot of saxophone, so I thought I'd beef it up a little no, bit. No, uh, I appreciate the beef. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on social media and all that stuff? It's just Mike Falzone everywhere, F-A-L-Z-O-N-E. A lot of Calzone questions that came in that I didn't ask. Yeah, but, uh, that's a that's low-hanging fruit. Of course, that's why I didn't ask those questions. That's, that's, a, that's being a good comedian, so I appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> I appreciate how handsy you are as a comedian. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Getting in that space. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you for inviting me to your to your wonderful show. Okay. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> Fine. Okay. You, you know what? You know what, bud? I appreciate it. Cool. Okay. Cool, dude. Okay. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Yeah. So you know what? We gotta do this again, man. Great. Yeah. Sure. All right, dude. Next time. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey everyone, do you like the show and you're an artist? Draw, sketch, or paint something of Jeremiah or the guest for a chance for your work to be featured on the Jeremiah Wonders YouTube video episode. Submit your art to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.